I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. This is what's happening in Frederick County. I'm Kate Ryan. Some D.C. landlords will be paying the biggest fine ever imposed for housing discrimination. I'm Christy King. The Dow closed down 90 points. It's midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foley in Washington. An appeal is promised, but... A federal judge in St. Louis has dismissed an effort by six Republican-led states to block the Biden administration's plan to forgive student loan debt for tens of millions of Americans. He wrote that because Nebraska, Missouri, Arkansas, Iowa, Kansas, and South Carolina failed to establish they had standing, the court lacked jurisdiction to hear the case. A spokeswoman for Nebraska's attorney general says the states will appeal. CBS News correspondent Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. Some Democratic candidates in the upcoming elections are keeping their distance, but others like major ones in Pennsylvania are getting on the ground support from President Biden. He was in Pittsburgh talking infrastructure, among other things. He also talks about the Inflation Reduction Act, which in some ways uh, addresses economic issues as well because of all the funding for climate change and projects that will come from that, designed to bring health care costs down, another bill that Republicans are targeting or didn't support. White House correspondent Ed O'Keefe. On tonight's CBS News Health Watch, a respiratory virus making small children sick at rates that have become big problems. It resembles the cold and the flu, but is not either. At Connecticut Children's Medical Center, doctors are slammed with a surge in RSV cases. Dr. John Broncato says every inch of the emergency room is filled. We're having patients in hall beds. We're using our orthopedic room. We're using other treatment rooms as much as possible. Correspondent Omar Villafranca. With the Biden administration opposing state abortion restrictions being put into effect after the Supreme Court removed federal protections, the military now offers financial support to troops and their dependents if they need to travel for an abortion. It is well understood by those wearing the uniform of our nation's armed forces that frequent and sometimes unpredictable travel or moves are often required to meet operational training or staffing requirements. As Secretary Austin's memo highlights, such moves should not limit their access to reproductive health care. Pentagon spokesman Brigadier General Pat Ryder. A federal jury in New York fines for actor Kevin Spacey and against a man who sued him for an alleged sexual advance. Spacey lost acting opportunities and his job on the Netflix series House of Cards after allegations against the two-time Oscar winner began to surface five years ago. Last summer, Spacey pleaded not guilty to sexual assault charges in Britain. Correspondent Michael George. The Environmental Protection Agency agency is investigating whether Mississippi state agencies discriminated against the state's majority black capital city of Jackson by refusing to fund improvements for its failing water system. In the baseball playoffs, the Astros take game two of the ALCS from the Yankees, score 3-2. Asian and Pacific financial markets are mixed. U.S. market futures are down. This is CBS News. Caring for atrial fibrillation requires a team of medical specialists working in rhythm to create the best treatment plan for your unique risk factors. At ANOVA, our integrated AFib team works together to provide personalized care that is proven to achieve the best results. We work in sync to make sure your heart beats in regular rhythm. Schedule your AFib consult today at ANOVA.org slash heartbeat. WTLP at 1203. Good Friday morning, October 21st, 2022. Clear, cold this overnight early morning. Lows in the 30s and 40s, parts of the area by daybreak Friday. We're at 47 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. 
I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we're following for you as we do head into this Friday together. We begin with Metro taking disciplinary action, we're told now, against one of its bus drivers. All this after the driver was accused of not properly responding when a woman was apparently attacked this week on a W4 bus in D.C. It was on Monday that video surfaced of a woman being beaten by a group of young people on a bus. She told Fox 5 that during that attack in D.C., other passengers and the bus driver didn't help or respond to her initial calls to stop the bus. In a statement, Metro spokesperson Ian Janetta says leadership has determined that the bus operator did not follow proper procedures during the incident and that appropriate administrative action will be taken. Responding to what happened, the union that represents Metro bus drivers says bus drivers are not law enforcement and that intervening in a fight, assault, or dispute would place a target on the bus driver's back. The search continues for the attackers. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP News time now 12.04 Friday morning here on WTOP. If you want to comment on Virginia's proposed and controversial transgender policy for public school students, you've only got a few days left to do that. And the governor, Glenn Youngkin, has a message for you this morning. Once the policy is law, he expects the state school districts to enforce it. Some school systems, including those in Alexandria and Fairfax County, say they won't follow the new policy, which would require parental sign-off on the use of any name or pronoun other than what's in a student's official record. Governor Youngkin's response? It's the law. Though it's not clear what Youngkin can do to force school systems to listen. For now, he just says... Parents have a fundamental right in the Commonwealth to be the key decision-maker with their children in these decisions. This is a time for us to recognize laws are on the books for reasons, and we need to abide by them. Public comments on the proposed changes are being accepted through Wednesday of next week. Nick Heindelli, WTOP News. Whether it is an issue with mental health or substance use, a new facility locally in Frederick County will now offer immediate help to people considered in crisis. It's called a crisis stabilization center, and Frederick County Executive Jan Gardner says there's a clear need for a place that people can turn to when they need help now. Behavioral health issues account for about 20% of emergency department visits to Frederick Health Hospital. That's one out of every five visits to the emergency room. Gardner says Frederick County has among the state's highest number of 911 calls related to behavioral health care issues. The new facility will be operated in partnership with the nonprofit Mental Health Association in Frederick, which will also be able to offer round the clock care when the new center opens in 2023. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 12.06, new this Friday morning on WTOP. A federal judge has postponed the criminal trial for Maryland Governor Larry Hogan's former chief of staff. Now, this happens just four days before it was actually scheduled to begin. Roy McGrath briefly served as Hogan's top advisor before resigning. The resignation followed a report then in the Baltimore Sun showing he got a severance payment of more than $230,000 from the government-owned nonprofit Maryland Environmental Service. McGrath is accused of illegally engineering that payment. His attorney asked the judge in the case to postpone the trial because federal prosecutors had handed over almost 9,000 pages of evidence in recent weeks. No new trial date has been set. And as we previously reported here on WTOP, when the case does eventually go to trial, Hogan himself will be expected to be on the witness list. WTOP at 12.07, traffic and mother on the way. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through veraheal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. Veraheal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great. 
but I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verihill's millions of satisfied clients at verihel.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Verihill.com. After midnight, you're with WTOP, 19 Lane. Good Friday morning, October 21st. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. The Invasion of Ukraine. Live updates 24-7, 365. Washington's top news, 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. The very latest coming up this midnight hour after traffic and weather. Time now, 12.08. Good morning. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Ian Crawford's in the WTOP Traffic Center. Keeping a very close eye on the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge right now, Dino. We are anticipating a closure here in literally in the next few moments. Uh, everyone who is working on the maintenance on the Woodrow-Wilson Bridge telling us that they were anticipating the closure at around 10 past midnight. So in the next minute or so, the warning lights are on. Expect stoppages on the Capitol Beltway, both inner and outer loop, as you come on the inner loop from... Oxen Hill on the outer loop from Alexandria, and you may find the gates down here very soon, but right now everything seems to be rolling. But again, a very limited time offer elsewhere on the Capitol Beltway. Coming off the Legion Bridge, your work zone still there. Passing the ramps of the GW Parkway, a left lane gets by. Outer loop ramp, or outer loop after Leesburg Pike, exits 47 for Route 7. One right lane will get by the work. On the inner loop after 123, and again after... Georgetown Pike, you're two to the right to get by the ongoing work. On 95 northbound, as you come up toward exit 126 at Spotsylvania, we do have some lanes blocked. We're expecting stoppages overnight as they do the bridge work on the overpass that carries you over the top of Route 17. Additionally, 95 northbound after the Center Park Parkway, a left lane will get you by that work zone. 66, oh heavens to Betsy. Westbounders over the top of the Capitol Beltway should have a right lane to get by. The ramp that would carry you onto the outer loop is blocked. Beyond the Beltway on 66 westbound, before and after exit 57 for Route 50 Fair Oaks, it's a right lane past the work. Then after 29 Centerville, one to the left will get by the work, and many, many off-ramps are blocked as they do this work on 66, roughly between the Fairfax County Parkway and 29 Centerville. On 90, on 395 northbound, the work before Edsel Road, single right lane is getting by, and the earlier disabled vehicle near Duke Street, that is gone. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. I'm Ian Crawford, WTLP Traffic. We've got another cold start to the day, but very nice in the afternoon. High temperature getting back into the mid-60s on Friday after lows in the low 30s. Saturday, more of the same. Temperatures in the 30s to around 40 degrees with a high of 70 on Sunday. Could see some shower activity with a high of 61. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. Right now, bit of a chill this morning has already begun in the midnight hour. Friday morning, October 21st, 39 degrees we have this morning at Port Belvoir, 50 Though one of the warmer spots, Foggy Bottom and in Silver Spring, we are at 47 degrees in our nation's capital. Again, the midnight hour Friday morning brought to you this check by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate.
Are you looking for an IT solutions provider that understands your agency's requirements and timeline? Affigent, an Akama company, and Dell Technologies provide streamlined solutions, speed to implementation, and efficient delivery and cost to address your IT modernization needs. Discover the power of Affigent's partnership with Dell Technologies and learn more about the contracting opportunities available with Akama sister company, Systems Intelligence. Learn more at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Affigent. This is WTOP News. WTOP News time, twelve twelve. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP. Now to the latest of the war. The White House says the U.S. has evidence now that Iranian troops are directly engaged on the ground in Crimea, supporting Russian drone attacks on Ukraine. Spokesman for the National Security Council telling reporters this week that Iran has sent a relatively small number of personnel to Crimea to help Russian troops in launching Iranian-made explosive drones. A lot of top international security officials are meeting right now. This morning, WTOP national security correspondent J.J. Green from Latvia with what he's learned. There's plenty of evidence that Russia's failing in this war and even more evidence that President Vladimir Putin is under a significant amount of pressure, pressure that may eventually cause him his job. And considering his never give in approach, it may cost him a great deal more than that. But one of the big questions, and this is just one of many, is what happens after him if they are able to get rid of him. And then there you have to think about who might be in line. You have uh, the butcher of Bucha, one of the military's top generals or former generals. Then you have Sergei Saruvakin, who wrecked Aleppo, another general. These are all potential successors. So there are those who are really concerned about what happens after a Putin regime. It may be worse. Not to say that this regime itself doesn't need to be essentially eliminated, but there are these difficult questions that folks are wrestling with about, in addition to how to stop this carnage, how to help Ukraine, how to end this war, protect other countries, but then how to stop this whole idea of Russia needing to dominate or lord over other countries is to stop it from spreading any further. Let's talk about sanctions for a minute. The uh, EU sanctioned Iran for supplying those drones to Russia, and the U.S., of course, has sanctioned Russia for the war. And while the sanctions have elicited some pain, J.J., it certainly hasn't stopped Russia's onslaught. Is there a way that tougher sanctions could work? Well, I was talking to a couple of people. One of the things that they mentioned is that there really needs to be a concerted effort to fill the loopholes. The EU has sanctions that it's put down. The U.S. has sanctions that it has put down, but they aren't necessarily all on the same page. And so, in other words, what we're hearing here is that there are gaps in between these sanctions where Russia and Belarus and other countries that are helping Russia are able to escape. So they need to fill in these areas, these gray areas, clog them up, basically prevent them from being able to evade these sanctions. And these folks really believe that that would do quite a bit to tamp down and perhaps even end this war. Of course, Russia's neighbors are all very tense these days. When we look at this war and all the fallout and the impact, what is the biggest concern for the government and people of Latvia right now? I had an opportunity to speak with Latvia's president, and he said to me, the thing is getting people to understand that none of these countries that are Russia's neighbors 
are going to go back to the Dark Ages. None of them are going to give in. None of them are going to go back to this time where Russia could essentially domineer over these countries. And so what they're concerned about is how far this regime might go to stay on that track, nuclear weapons or chemical weapons, trying to attack borders of its neighboring countries like Lithuania, Estonia, and Latvia. These are the things that they're worried about now, that Russia might try to do something like that even while this war is going on, aside from all that. That's the thing that folks in Latvia are really concerned about right now. But the latest in the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking there with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. The Capitals' first win streak of the season ends at just two games after the Ottawa Senators scored the final five goals to beat the Caps 5-2. T.J. Oshie and Anthony Mantha scored on the power play 34 seconds apart in the first period, and then it all fell apart for Coach Peter Laviolette. We shot ourselves in the foot too many times with the puck. Then the first period, we did exactly what we wanted to do. We put the puck north, we put it behind them. We're in the offensive zone, we're delivering pucks at the net. And uh, second period and third period, played East-West hockey and didn't deliver any pucks and, you know, not good enough. Darcy Kemper got a workout in net with 39 saves. The Houston Astros hold a two-games-to-none lead in the ALCS thanks to a 3-2 victory over the Yankees. Alex Bregman's three-run homer was his 14th in his postseason career to set an MLB playoff record among third basemen. And it was just enough for the win, telling TBS. He was just fortunate enough to put a good swing on it, but all the credit there goes to Jordan hustling down the line and beating out that ground ball, and just a great team win. On the college gridiron, UVA got its first conference win of the season on the road in prime time, beating Georgia Tech 16-9 to improve to 3-4. and four. The highest-scoring Thursday night game of the year was upstaged by the breaking news that the San Francisco 49ers acquired Pro Bowl running back Christian McCaffrey from Carolina for a package of picks. On the field, Arizona beat New Orleans 42-34. to Back home, bad news for the Washington Commanders ahead of Sunday's game against the Green Bay Packers. Jahan Dotson re-aggravated his hamstring injury at practice, leaving his status for Sunday in question. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob, as always. The top stories we're following for you on WTLP with only two and a half weeks until the midterm elections. President Biden this week promoting the benefits of the bipartisan infrastructure law. He was in Pittsburgh visiting the site of a new bridge that will replace the one that collapsed there earlier this year. Both the U.S. Supreme Court and federal judge in Missouri this week rejecting challenges to the implementation of the White House's student loan debt relief program program, which takes effect this coming weekend, will cancel up to $20,000 in student debt for millions of borrowers. And Liz Truss has become the UK's shortest ever serving prime minister, stepping down on Thursday after being vilified for her very unpopular economic policy. Stay with WTLP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Friday morning, October 21st at 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Good morning to Ian Crawford in the WTLP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. Just talking to the folks over at the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. They tell me they are postponing that scheduled drawbridge raising for the moment. It will happen. It's just not going to happen right now, and they will let us know when it is expected to happen. But for the moment, you still have all your lanes available and passable, both local and through lanes across the Wilson Bridge between Oxon Hill and Alexandria. Keep going. But again, expecting more closures. 
on that stretch of roadway in the overnight early morning hours of our Friday. On the, the other end of the Virginia Beltway, the Outer Loop work zone coming off the Leach and Ridge, single left to get by the work, and then on the Outer Loop after Georgetown Pike, one right lane gets by. Inner Loop after 123, and again after Georgetown Pike, you are two to the right to get by that work. On 95, there's northbound work in Spotsylvania County. It's going to be right before Route 1, exit 126. As you go over the top of Route 17, we'll have some lanes blocked. We may have some stoppages here as they continue to do the bridge work. And on northbound 95, after the Center Park Parkway, you are getting by the work. Single file to the left, again, anticipating stoppages here as well. 395, the northbound work before Edsel Road. It's bridge work, a single right lane getting by at last report. And then there's 66, oh heavens. Westbound, over the top of the Beltway, a single right lane should be getting by. And the ramp to the outer loop from westbound 66 is blocked. One of several off-ramps blocked on I-66 this morning. Westbound is before and after Route 50. Fair Oaks, exit 57. That'll be a right lane to get by. After 29 Centerville, single file left past the work. Eastbound, after 28 Centerville, you are one to the right to get by. And again, lots of off-ramps blocked. In fact, eastbound ramps to go north or south on the Fairfax County Parkway. They are blocked by the ongoing work. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Temperatures on the cold side again for our Friday morning. Waking up, stepping out the front door, you might need the ice scraper early. That's really before about 7.30 because once the sun comes up, yeah, we're going to be nice and we'll see warm temperatures too. High of 66 on our Friday, Saturday, going for a high temperature of 70. Plenty of sunshine there as well. Sunday, look for a high of 61, but a good chance for some shower activity, especially along and east of I-95. It's a storm system we'll continue to watch for in the next few days. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 50 degrees in Annapolis this morning. 46 Bowie and in Leesburg, we're looking at 47 degrees and holding midnight hour in our nation's capital Friday morning. This check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. Shifting gears, crunching the latest jobless numbers. Coming right up on WTOP. Good morning. It's 1221. Reconnect with a carpool or van pool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing guaranteed ride home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. For a limited time only, buy one furnace and get a new AC unit at 50% off in Snell Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing's epic BOGO event. Plus, when you purchase a new full system, get up to $1,700 back and put zero money down and make zero payments until 2024. Both systems will be installed the same day or it's free. Call 855-49-SNELL or book fast at SnellEZBook.com. This is WTOP News. Good Friday morning, 1222 on WTOP. Welcome in. Now we turn to the economy this morning on WTOP. High inflation and high interest rates still have not apparently shaken a very strong job market we're seeing right now. The number of Americans filing for unemployment aid dropped down 12,000 to 214,000. So can the job picture stay strong? 
We asked Mark Hamrick, senior economic analyst for Bankrate.com, to talk about the jobless claims after Hurricane Ian and where we stand. Certainly in the sense of Florida, they had an initial rise, I would say not as large as what I expected. And while their claims are elevated, they are coming down even from a recent week. And then broadly, nationally, we're at the lowest level in about a month in the low 200,000 range. So the job market, from everything we can see, seems to be cooling, but there's no rush to the unemployment lines, the virtual unemployment lines. Hey, Mark, we're a couple of weeks away from another Fed meeting. Still on track for more interest rate hikes? We sure are, and that'll be likely the fourth 75 basis point move or three quarters of 1%. And it's because, as we discussed, the most recent inflation data came in hot and hotter than expected. And so the Federal Reserve has only recently begun to sort of creep into above neutral or slightly restrictive interest rates. It wants to get above the rate of inflation with its benchmark rate, which is just above 3%. As we know, inflation's running a lot hotter than that. Are there indications these high interest rates have started cooling the economy overall? Well, yes, I think broadly speaking, we've certainly seen the impacts in the stock market and a bear market for quite some time and the housing market, obviously in something of a deep chill. We heard about how existing home sales have declined once again and are off 24% from a year ago because we have mortgage rates by our measure near 7% or at the highest level since 2006. So that creates a huge affordability hurdle. And I think we'll see more of this, but activity broadly is hanging in there across the biggest part of the economy. While our economy has proven so far to be rather resilient, there's still a lot of talk about these Fed rates possibly kicking off a world recession. Anything on that? I think Europe will be first in that uh, department simply because they're having to deal with the very high heating costs. We're seeing some relief on the food cost front coming out of Ukraine. The U.S. probably is in the best position, but uh, we may not be able to skirt a recession. Ultimately, the question is, how serious is it? And I think we can avoid recessions like the last two that we had. That's Mark Hamrick, Senior Economic Analyst for Bankrate.com. <laughs> Talking the economy, crunching the latest jobless numbers with Hillary and Sean. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Speaking of which, we're the time now. Friday morning is 1225. Money news each half hour at 25 and 55. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Stocks head into the Friday session still higher for the week, despite two days of losses. Interest rate worries upended an early rally yesterday, leaving the major averages modestly lower. The S&P 500 fell nearly 1%. GM sees the future of the pickup, and it's electric. The automaker is adding a third pickup to its EV line to be called the Denali Edition 1. It will go on sale in early 2024 for $107,000, joining an electric Hummer and a $105,000 loaded version of Chevy's electric Silverado. It's getting more difficult to sell a home as high prices and rising mortgage rates push more buyers to the sidelines. The Redfin real estate firm says homes are sitting on the market twice as long now as they had been this spring. Mortgage rates this week inched closer to 7%, according to Freddie Mac. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. 
Heating your home this winter is probably going to cost more than last winter. And one of the first place that heat escapes from is your roof. Hi, it's Chris Core. Call Roofmasters so they can make sure your roof is up to protecting your home from the cold. If there are cracks or holes where roofing material has been worn away, warm air can seep out. Roofmasters will check for missing or damaged shingles or a leak in your attic. And if you have damage from weather, Roofmasters will even work with your insurance company. Why do I recommend Roofmasters? Well, it's because I've used them myself. They're honest. They never try to upsell you like so many other roofing companies do. In fact, they always advise that when you need any roofing work done, always get three estimates. Just make sure one of them is from Roofmasters. Roofmasters, 301-230-ROOF. That's 301-230-ROOF. Online at Roofmasters.com. Remember, with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane.